Each episode of Education with an Edge is meant to create, cultivate, and inspire honest discussion about issues affecting youth. Hosted by author, artist, educator, advocate, and speaker, Jaquel Lane. Hello and welcome. My name is Jaquel Lane, your hostess of Education with an Edge, the only podcast dedicated towards anti-bullying and suicide prevention. We are so very excited and honored to have Kale Walker here. Kale is an Omaha native growing up in Bellevue. He attended Midland University on an academic and football scholarship, majoring in human health performance. After graduating, he was in the health and fitness industry before discovering his love and passion for real estate. After a few years of helping people with their physical health, it was time for him to move in another direction, and real estate was calling his name. While getting into real estate, he also created Rise Omaha, a networking event experience connecting Omaha area leaders and entrepreneurs. After two years in real estate, he co-founded the Rise Omaha Real Estate Group with his mother, Dee Dee Oliver, a successful real estate agent of over 25 years, and his very best friend Keaton. Kale was named number one on social media in Nebraska by Property Spark, Yahoo Finance, top 10 real estate agents to look out for in 2021, and he is featured in the Real Producers magazine. He also was recently named number one at PJ Morgan Real Estate in number of sales transactions in 2021 and number two for volume sold. Congratulations, Kale, and welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we are so excited to have you on Education with an Edge and um, excited just to hear about your journey and and um, hopefully impart some great knowledge to young people growing up and going through different th- different things. So um, I think it's essential to kind of start from the beginning to fully understand your remarkable story. Can you tell us a little bit about your upbringing and childhood? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. You know, so I was blessed with a really good life growing up. Um, I was actually born overseas. My dad was in the military, which is kind of how we ended up in Omaha because of the, you know, off it. And so um, I've been here for, you know, since I was about five or six years old. So I, I, I call Omaha home. This is where I'm from. I love Omaha. And like I said, I had a really good childhood growing up. My parents are divorced, and but they had a really, you know, they have a really good co-parenting relationship. Um, and so, you know, my life has, like I said, I've been really blessed with supportive parents and supportive family and friends. You know, I had a great, I went to good schools growing up. And so, you know, I am more blessed than like a lot of people can say they have been. And so, um, you know, I'm just, I've, I'm so grateful for how my life has gone and, you know, obviously, you know, trials and tribulations come up, but overall though, I mean, my life has been amazing, so... Which is so wonderful, and we're so grateful that you're going to use your awesome childhood and experiences to pay it forward to others, which is kind of what your story is, like, all about. So, thank you. Um, Since I love teachers, and I was a teacher, and uh, we love educators, who was a mentor in your life growing up, and how did they inspire you? And it doesn't have to be a teacher, just a mentor that you look up to. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? You know, growing up, I wouldn't say I necessarily had one, you know, true mentor, for instance, you know, I, I have people that I look up to, but you know, for me, I, I, I really think that my, my mom and my dad are, are, are inspirations for me. Um, you know, my dad's always been a hard worker, you know, he's always, you know, I, I remember growing up, you know, he would have, you know, three or four jobs and this was, you know, after him, my mom got divorced and he was getting his feet back up. He retired from the military. He was, you know, doing his thing. And so he's always been a hard worker. He's always been there. He's been, you know, to all of my sports games and same thing with my mom, you know? And so my mom has been, you know, 
like I said, a real estate agent for 25 years as well. So, you know, she has just been such an inspiration for me, you know, being a single mom for, you know, majority of her life. Um, she has, you know, I'm a mama's boy yeah. and I think you can appreciate that. <laughs> I can. Yeah. So, um, you know, awesome. just, just having her, having, having my parents, my parents are, you know, the, the reason why I do what I do. And, you know, I just want to, I just want to take care of my mom, take care of my family. And, you know, so I guess to answer your question, having one mentor, I really can't say I've had just one, you know, yeah. I think, I think, um, I, I look up to my mom and my dad more than, more than anybody else, I would say. So that's so beautiful. Yeah. And your success and how much you love and care about them is, is honestly such a great legacy for them too. Yes. So, um, yes. Shout out to your Thank parents. You. Shout that's out to awesome. mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to mom and dad. Um, you know, you've had a couple different careers and I think it's really yeah. important for young people to understand understand that because especially um a lot of the kids that I would teach they they felt like they had to you know stick in one area of interest or they made one plan and like that was going to be it and if anything happened or deviated from that plan you know um it was there was going to be trouble so you've had a couple different careers can you tell our audience about those and what makes you so passionate about them yeah absolutely so I grew up an athlete, you know, I always loved, you know, health and fitness. And when I went off to college, I thought that being a gym owner, being in the health and fitness industry, that's what I started out doing. I loved it. Um, and took all the necessary classes, did the personal training thing. And after college, I gra- so I did graduate with my human health performance degree. Yeah. And like I said, I want, I, my, my goal in my mind was I was going to be, oh, I was going to own a gym. I yeah. was going to do that whole thing. And, um, after I graduated college, I, I had a personal training job right away after college. And after about a year or so of personal training, uh, I realized that health and fitness is certainly a passion of mine, mm-hmm. but, you know, teaching it to others wasn't wasn't. my passion. Right. And so, um, I kind of got away from the personal training aspect of things and I got more into, uh, on the supplement health and health supplement side, right. You know, vitamins and things like that. And I also worked at a company called eat fit go, which a lot of people from Omaha are familiar with because they're an Omaha based company and, um, went down to Kansas city. I lived in Kansas city for uh, a couple years for about a year or so. And when the company started going through some financial struggles, that's when I, you know, branched out and, and wanted and figured out I needed to do something different yeah. and real estate was calling my name. And, yeah. um, you know, with my mom, I, I grew up around the business, sure. right? I mean, my mom's at an age of 25 years and it was something that I had always had a slight interest. I realized that I was just like on, and a lot of people do this. They're on the phones looking at Zillow, looking on Zillow, looking at cool houses yeah. and getting inspiration. I was on Instagram and I was like, you know, maybe, maybe I have, uh, uh maybe there is something here for me in real estate. Cause I'm always looking at houses and, like maybe this is something that I should look into. And so got into it with my mom and looked into it. And, you know, I ended up moving back from Kansas City to Omaha to get into real estate. And so, you know, it's three years ago. I'm, I'm Actually, March is my three-year mark of being an agent. And I've, I'm blessed that I've found my passion and what I love to do. And that's not only helping people with real estate, but just helping people in general. So, Absolutely. Yeah, and it's we're, been great. We're glad to have you back in Omaha for yes. sure. And you're pursuing <laughs> your passion and helping people along the way. So thank you. Um, something that's super exciting is that you were recently awarded and named number one at PJ Morgan Real Estate in number of sales transactions in 2021 and number two for volume sold. What does this honor mean to you? I mean, that's huge. And I know a lot of real estate agents, so that's a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you know, I, it's, 
it's a really humbling and exciting feeling getting that award because when I look back three years ago, um, you know, I've already seen this place in my mind, you know, and, 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 and experiencing it versus experiencing it in person versus what I've, you know, saw in my mind. It's, it's just night and day better than, than what I ever expected. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, a fortitude of how much my hard work has paid off. Absolutely. And anyway, so it's just something that I can take with me and continue to, you know, do better and help other people with as well because, you know, you share the love, love comes back to you. And so I, I just, I'm, I'm very blessed and it's, it's something that I've, I'll, I'll remember forever and I'll never forget it. So. Absolutely. And I think also, um, you, you know, have incorporated a lot of discipline into your life, which made mm-hmm. those goals and those dreams and what you visualize a reality. Yes. And so, um, I think that's important. You know, that if you have a dream, young people need to remember that, you know, there is a certain discipline that goes into it. Discipline as well. and also sacrifice, yes. right? Like sacrifices is really, really important. I mean, I've, I've sacrificed time with friends, vacations, things that I've really wanted to do, but I'm doing it now. That way I can have the life that I want and five, 10 years and, and, you know, not have to, you know, worry about, you know, just, just being able to do what I want, you know, in the future. So absolutely, you know, those sacrifices, I've sacrificed a lot and, you know, getting a award like that makes all those sacrifices so worth it, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. No, um, 100%, you know, and many young people want to be success successful, but they lack the direction and knowledge and how to get there. You yeah. know, I even, you know, look back and as you said about, about sacrifice and, and things. So how do you yourself stay motivated? Yeah. So, you know, for me, I just, I believe that at the end of my life, you know, when I'm with God, right up there in heaven, you know, I, I I personally believe this and some people might think I'm crazy, but I think, you know, there's going to be two people there, right? There's going to be two versions of me. There's going to be the version of the version of me that had this amazing, incredible life where I was able to help people. I was able to give back. I was able to create the life that I wanted, have a successful family. And then there's also going to be that person that is like, this is who you, God's going to be like, this is who you could have been, right? Right. And, you know, I believe that we're all put on this earth for a purpose. We're all put on this earth to live an abundant life. Nobody has bad luck. That's not a thing, right? And so I I truly believe that, you know, if um, what keeps me going, what keeps me motivated is knowing that, you know, I, life is short. Yeah. It's so short. And the older you get, the more you realize that. And so I know that I want to take full advantage of this life and when, and, and the life that I want to have for not only myself, but for my future family, right. that's what keeps me going. Right. Right. Is, is knowing that I can create the life of my dreams and it's up to me. Um, but, um, you know, that's what really inspires me and keeps me going is knowing that, like, at the end of the road, you know, I want to look back and say, I did everything in life that I wanted to do. Yes. Right. And yeah. I don't want any short. I don't want to I don't want to short that at all. Right. You know, so. And you took advantage of all the gifts uh, that you were given, you yeah. know, and I think that that's so important, too. So um, excellent. Um, you know, so what would you encourage a young person to do right now? What can a young person start doing right now who wants to be successful, who wants to get like on the right path? You know, I would say let's like, if I go back to the beginning when I said that I I can, I saw myself winning these awards. I just, Mm -hmm. I wish one thing 
would be, you know, for young people to realize that you have the power to create your life. And if you can first see it in your mind, I mean, I remember, I remember when my, when growing up and playing sports, my parents, my dad would always say, you know, just see yourself scoring that touchdown, see yourself shooting that basket. And when you're young, you don't really, con- you don't really like understand like the full meaning of like seeing it right. in your mind first. Right. And as I got older, I understood the power of my mind, the power of my thoughts, the power of the visualization. There was a reason they were saying that, those things, yeah. right? And so if I could tell, you know, a young person, you know, you know, how you, know, how you can be successful, first you got to see yourself being successful. You have to believe that you can be successful because if you don't believe it and you don't truly know and, and trust with your heart that you can be successful, you probably won't be successful or it's going to take you longer than you thought. So... See it in your mind. Believe that you can be successful, and sky's the limit. It really is. But like I said, the the key is believing it first. You know, so absolutely. And I think obviously, like you came from a great family and you had a wonderful upbringing. But some people haven't seen, you know, a lot of success within their family, or maybe they don't have someone to look up towards. So this is awesome that you're sharing your story, and that hopefully someone can can look up to what to what you're doing. I hope so. Um, you know, uh. What is one piece of advice that you would give someone um, that you wish someone had given you when you were younger? I know that's a tough one, but like, yeah, um, what's one piece of advice that would have just made the journey like easier? One thing that would have made this journey easier for me growing up would probably be if somebody told me the real or if I could understand if I could have understood what the real definition of success is the real definition of success to me is happiness is joy it's peace it's love it's not you know that big fancy house it's not the Lamborghini or whatever car you want to drive it's 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 experience happiness find something that you're happy uh with find something that you can do every day that is going to bring joy and peace and happiness to your life you know i think a lot of us are driven by you know they they see people on social media on tv with fancy cars and all these things and they get wrapped up in the material in the materialistic things but for me, it's happiness. So if somebody would have told me, hey, Kill, when you find something that makes you happy. And when I was a lot younger, I think, I think, I think maybe I would have discovered real estate when I was 18, not 28. Right. <laughs> so, right. you know, um, yeah. so that's, that's one thing that I wish, you know, I would have gotten a really good understanding of when I was a little bit younger, you yeah. know, so. That's super good advice, though, to all of us, and especially to young people where social media is so prevalent in their lives that I think it's important to have different definitions of success as opposed to just, um, and not that there's anything wrong with, with making, with making a lot of money. We want everybody to be successful. We want everybody to have, you know, um, their needs met. But yeah, I, I agree that there's much, there's sometimes, um, much more purposeful ways to go about it. There is um, money, money, cars, houses, those things don't mean anything if you're not happy. 100%. So yeah. That's 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 really important. Good job. Good advice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, many young people, um, many people in general, but many young people, especially, we're just coming um, through COVID. We've had kind of some rough years. Are going through obstacles right now in one way or the other. And we talked about social media too. Yeah. Um, we know that that breeds, um, unfortunately, discontentment. Um, and a lot of young people, there's a lot of great things about social media. And then there's also a dark side. So, what is one obstacle that you faced in your life and overcome? Yeah, so 
you know, there. I'm glad that I'm able to talk about, you know, situations that have been. Like I said, I, I had a really good upbringing, a really good childhood. But that, that doesn't mean that I haven't been through things. Like, we all have, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, about four years ago, I went through the darkest time of my life. And I was, um, you know, I was seeing... Um, I was seeing a girl and this was, so I'm 29 now. I was probably, you know, 23, 24 or something like that. Right. Um, and everything was really good. Right. First six months, right. The honeymoon phase, everything's exciting. Everything's good. And then, you know, all of a sudden things kind of started to take, uh, a turn. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it was, it was the cycle of, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. It was the cycle of break up, get back together, break up, get back together. And that cycle is so toxic and it hardly ever works out. Right. Right. There's not a lot of times where I've seen someone break up five, six times and end up happily ever after. It just, I I don't see it too often. Right. (laughs) And so, you know, I, the kill that you might know now, Mm -hmm. right. The kill that you might see now was not the kill that was when the not the 23 year old kale right right i was not in this place mentally and spiritually in my life and i really let this girl control my happiness mm-hmm. she controlled my, my 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 life essentially right sure. um and whenever we would break up i would be so miserably depressed sad you know calling into work not eating the the whole nine right mm-hmm. and when we get back together i was happy i was back in the gym you know, I, it was a, it was a cycle, mm-hmm. and that that toxic cycle really, um, really put me in a weird place. And you know, the very last time that we were like, okay, this is it. If mm-hmm. we don't work out this time, we're going our separate ways. Mm-hmm. This clearly isn't working. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, long story short, after that very last conversation we had about that, you know, she actually ended up cheating on me with my very best friend very best friend guy I did everything with you know this was this was my brother this was Mm -hmm. family to me Mm -hmm. and um you know as you can imagine I was devastated devastated I mean it it was the worst pain I've ever felt you know worse than any physical pain I've had right because it just hurt on the inside you know and when you you know when you lose a loved one like you know you split up with a loved one right right Usually you only lose one person in your life. Well, I lost two people that I loved. Mm -hmm. Well, at least I thought I loved, right? Right. And so that, you know, spiraled me into, I was a major depression. I was suicidal. Mm -hmm. I was, um, I can remember a story. I remember I was having some sort of panic attack. It was late at night. It was snowing. And... My mom came over, my best, my, my other best friend came over, and I, I remember specifically, they were upstairs talking, and I was downstairs just trying to like, get my mind right, and I was just like, I, I just, I've had it, and mm-hmm. I just walked out of the house, you know, no coat on, it's mm-hmm. winter out, it's absolutely freezing, but I was so numb to the pain where I just, I didn't care, and I remember I was hiding in a bush, I remember specifically, I was hiding in a bush, um, you know, there was like a utility box and a bunch of bushes around it, and I was sitting on that box, and I could see my mom and my best friend driving around looking for me, yeah. and you know, that's just one example of, of, of how, you know, how difficult that was, I just didn't care about anything really at that point I was so 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 sad and depressed and um I 
remember one day I was just talking to my mom on the phone. And I was like, I would just, this was probably months after I was like, mom, like I would do anything not to like feel this way anymore. And she said, well, have you started praying? Have you started, Mm -hmm. you know, what have you done to, to, to make yourself get out of this? Right. Have you gone to church? Have you started praying anything? And I said, not really. And so I, I really started to dive into my faith and you know, speaking positive affirmations Mm -hmm. out there, you know, into the world. And I remember during that journey of, you know, you know, um, diving into my faith, I came across this book called the, the, the hundred days to write believing by Joseph Prince. And I, it was a short little passage every day where, you know, you read a, 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 a script and a story and it just teaches you about your thoughts and your mind and, you know, how they relate to your faith. And I started really learning about how powerful your thoughts are and how you think dictates how your life is, right? What you put out there is what you get back. Absolutely. It's 100% true. It's just, it's, it's almost, it's like a karma thing, right? Mm-hmm. People think karma is bad. No, 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 no. Karma can be good, right? right? But right. it also can be bad at yeah. the same time. So I really dove into my thoughts and speaking positive affirmations. I mean, I remember I would wake up, I, and no matter how bad I was hurting, I mean, I was hurting, hurting. right? You know how that feels. A lot of people yeah. listening to this know how that feels. Absolutely. I was hurting, but every single day I would look in the mirror and I would just say, you know what? It's going to be a good day. Everything is working in my favor. Everything is working for my good, yeah. right? No matter if I didn't believe it, right? right? You had, to, I mean, of course I believed it, but you know, I, no matter how much it hurt, you had, I just kept saying it over and over and, you know, random thoughts throughout the day, you know, you're, you're happy and then all of a sudden you're sad. Well, reverse that and like okay everything's okay everything's working out no matter how much I did that I did that it took me a full two years to completely move on from this situation to to pull myself out of depression I remember also like you know I started going to see a therapist in the beginning like right when they started going right when this situation happened about three months into it I started going to see a therapist you know they wanted to put me on antidepressants I took all the pills and the medicine honestly it made me worse mm-hmm. the, pill, the pills the medicine made me worse at this time I was super naive to like I don't want to talk to a therapist mm-hmm. I don't want to like what do you know about my life I just wasn't having it I right. stopped going to all that and that's when like I said I really started to dive into my own thoughts and my own my own self power Mm -hmm. and I pulled myself out of depression by simply understanding how powerful my mind is how powerful my words are what I speak praying my faith I pulled that out without going to counseling without going to you know without all these pills and medicines and I'm not saying counseling is bad I still see a therapist I see a therapist now to this day a couple times a month just to have a conversation we were talking about that off camera so um, I think I think a therapist is an amazing thing to do Mm-hmm. Um, but my point being is you have the power to control your life. Yes. It's, it's, it's simple, right? Simple and easy are two different things though, right? right? It's not, it wasn't easy for two years. I was depressed right. before I actually moved on from the situation, you know? And the crazy part is they are still together to this day. My ex and my best friend are still together to this day. Well, he's not my best friend anymore, but yeah. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> they're still together to this day. Yeah. And if I didn't, properly move on from mm-hmm. that I would still be stuck stuck I'd still be you know mad at them you know frustrated I just but forget I forgave them mm-hmm. I've forgiven them was I perfect in our relationship with 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 me and her no mm-hmm. but I didn't deserve that right. I forgiven both of them forgiveness is not for them it's for you absolutely and your own happiness and you know 
for you to move on, you have to forgive. So, absolutely. you know, um, I think I really, I don't know if that answered your question. That but, was a great answer. <laughs> okay. That was a great answer. Um, and I think we touched on a lot of different things because I think it's so important to impart. Obviously, dating relationships are, are impactful for a young person that's yeah. going through. There's a lot of emotions surrounding them. And so you being willing to be vulnerable about that and talk about that. And especially yeah. it's important for, for young men to speak out on that because we often think like abusive cycles are just you know, in relation to females and that's, and that's not the case. Um, and I think that sometimes those pivotal moments in someone's life, you know, can really make or break someone where are you going to choose to settle there in, in the hurt or in the, the unforgiveness? Are you going to choose to move on and, and obviously make a better life for yourself and for your community and for your loved ones and the people around you. And obviously you have a phenomenal future ahead of you. So we're glad that, um, you know, you didn't, you didn't give up. So thank you. Um, you know, since this is a podcast dedicated towards education, um, I know we talked about a mentor and your, and your mom and dad, yeah. but did you have a favorite teacher growing up? Because we love teachers. We I to did. Give a shout out. I did. <laughs> his name was his name was Mr. Penas. Yeah. Okay, so I went to uh, Papillion South High School, Very graduated cool. 2011. Um, and so his name was Mr. Penas. He was my football coach. He was a, a, a he was like the leader of uh, the DECA Very and cool. all those things. And he was one of those. Uh, one of those teachers that just had so much energy and he really believed in you and like almost to the point where it was annoying yeah you know <laughs> in a good way in a right good way. like yeah. I, I still I'm more friends on Facebook like we still stay in touch every now and then so um and he's probably one of maybe two teachers that I still keep in touch with and oh. so um he was just one of those um teachers that really pushed all of the all of his students to to, you know to do better yeah. and he just had that energy about him that it was contagious and so he he's probably the teacher that had the most impact because he's like probably one of the only ones I really remember sure, <laughs> so sure. yeah yeah that's impactful though and that's important yeah. it's it, Mr. Pena Mr. Pena oh my god yep. Mr. Pena Pena okay yep. awesome um shout out to him and everything that he did for you that's wonderful um so you know is is there uh we want to know obviously you know you set goals at the beginning of the year and we're we're, mm-hmm. we're um, a little a little bit into the year now, but what is you've accomplished so much at such a at such a young age? So what is next for you? What are what are some of the goals for twenty twenty two? Yeah, so I I I go by the what I call the five pillars of life. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that to have a successful life, obviously it's happiness first, but you know the five pillars of life for me are to to master all. Let me say this. Let me say this better. I like my goal is to master all five pillars of life. Right. That's mm-hmm. spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically and financially. Yeah. I want to win in all ca- in all those categories. But at the same time, I want to help other people win in those five categories as well, because if you are successful in those five categories, that's happiness. Yeah. And so my goal is to continue to better myself in each one of those areas, but also continuing to help other people better better their lives in those areas yeah. we had um a speaker for rise omaha our, we had an event on february 5th for our rise omaha networking events and our speaker was mike o'connell and uh, i don't know if anybody is familiar with him but he uh, he's a super popular awesome guy he's a pastor as well at love church i think one yeah. of those and maybe yeah. it's not love church don't quote me on that but he's just an amazing guy an amazing speaker and 
he he would say, you know, when you get better, the city gets better. Yes. When you get better, the people around you get better. So my goal is to continue to better my life in those five pillars so I can help other people better their lives in those five pillars as well. So that's my goal for 2022. We, that's beautiful. And that's a great piece of advice for young people to always pay it forward. To be, yes. to obviously it's important to care about your own success, but you want to become successful so that you can help others and bring them up. Um, so that's wonderful. Um you know, I think one of the biggest things we've covered so much here today, um, and it's been so not just impactful, but it's really been awesome learning about your journey and everything Thank that you. you've that you've been through. So um, where can our viewers, you know, follow your journey and all the great things that you're doing, um, not just in your career, but for our city? Um, uh, where where can they they check you out and, and keep up with you? Yep. Social media is a big thing for me. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on TikTok. My Instagram, all, all three of those handles are the exact same. It's my first and last name, K-A-I-L-X Walker. So you can find me on there. Um, hopefully I can motivate you and, and uh, you know, help out in any way I can. So Absolutely. I love your TikToks. I think they're hilarious. Thank you. Yeah, you had a really great, just a shout out about the Valentine's Day one was like amazing. So I really <laughs> yes. appreciate it. Great sense of humor. Well, thank, thank you. you so much. Um, um, for having for being here with us today, Kale, and um, for our viewers, we just want to give a shout out. You know, um, we are partners with the Nebraska chapter um, of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention here in Nebraska, and our mission is to save lives and bring hope to Nebraskans affected by suicide. Um, the grassroots roots work that we do focuses on eliminating the loss of life from suicide by delivering innovative. Um, productive pro prevention programs, educating the public about risk factors and warning signs, raising funds for suicide research and programs, and reaching out to those individuals who have lost someone to suicide. Um, so please make sure to check them out. For more information on AFSP, um, go to H https um, slash afsp.org chapter nebraska and for more information on from bully to bestie and the every child matters initiative go to www.jaquellane.com thank you for being with us here today please remember if you're a young person listening you are full of light we need you in this world keep fighting and thank you if you have a question or just want to learn more go to jaquellane.com Thanks for listening to Education with an Edge. A Huda Media Production.